man, I learned a lot this year, you know, creating content every single week or batch creating content for the podcast every single week has been really a, a great exercise in consistency and accountability. Hey everyone, guess what? Our one year anniversary just passed. One year anniversary of this podcast. So we are going to celebrate by going through our top 10 podcasts for the past year. Actually, I'm going to give you a bonus one because the one that showed up in number 11 was probably one of my favorites. And that is because I interviewed Dr. Dre Cleveland about how she grew her group from just under 300 to 1100 in just a couple of weeks. Now, this podcast episode is season one, episode four, and I absolutely love this episode. And I love her story because she had joined my Engage in Profitable Groups program. And she was, she knew me. She knew I knew my stuff. She just, she was the first one to buy that time when we launched it. And then when we were in the course, she was like, I need to just grow my group. I've got a virtual retreat coming up. What can I do? And so we talked about how she used a member drive to get more people into her group. Her group is rocking. It is such a fun group to go to, too, and be part of. I'm a part of that group. I absolutely love it. So that's bonus episode number 11. In the 10th spot, we have an episode that is called, Is a Paid Challenge for You? So that's season three, episode 313. In this episode, I talk about how you can use a challenge in your group. So I always talk about free challenges, but everyone's like, can I add a paid challenge? So we talk about having a paid challenge. So only a paid challenge. There's no free version of this. We talk about having a free challenge and then having an upgrade opportunity once they sign up. And either like I... There's pros and cons to both, and there's pros and cons to just having free. This episode is one you'll want to go into if you're thinking of running a challenge and you're not sure if it should be free, paid, or free option with a paid upgrade option. I ran I ran a challenge back in March. It was free with a paid upgrade option. Now that paid upgrade option didn't like it that money helped pay for ads to bring more people into the membership or bring more people into the challenge and then also bring more people into what we launched, which was our engaged and profitable groups. So that was amazing. And that was fun to see because there's something about launching when you're paying for ads, you're like, is this going to work? Is the ads going to be worth it? This is what I did to not only bring in money to help pay for ads, to help me feel good about it and know what I can spend on a very... Um, you know, strategic business level, but that upgraded option was so simple for me to run and it allowed me to get closer to my community. And majority of the people that upgraded to the program were from that upgraded experience. So that helped build a relationship between me and them, got them to get to know, for them to know me and me to know them got me to know more about their business. So I was able to help them even further in the program. And it was like a no brainer for them. Like the people that bought from that upgrade into the program itself, they were one of the first to automatically sign up. So that was number 10 in our top 10.
Number nine is the number one thing that leads to sales. So this was episode one, sorry, season one, episode five. And I talk about the number one thing you should be doing to increase sales in your group. Guess what? It's called engaging in your group. And I talk about why marketing fails in groups that are quiet, in communities that are quiet or dead, or people have paused them, then they unpause them and think that they can promote to them right away. And really, I give you the opportunity to look at how does your audience, how does your community get to know, like, and trust you so that the sales come in? Sales are not going to come in from a dead list or a dead group or a dead TikTok, whatever. They're going to come in from an engaging post. So, or engaging communities and engaging email lists, et cetera. So in your groups, we talk about how to keep that engagement going. It's the number one thing that leads to sales, building those relationships. Okay. Number eight, number eight was a recent episode. We actually just put it out in November And number eight was an episode that was with me and my friend, Richard Ralston. Richard was talking to us about how we can retain members and get results with progress pods. So basically accountability groups. But I have to tell you what I met Richard, I told him straight off the bat, I'm like, I am anti-accountability group. I've never seen them work. I don't see how it's possible. They always like start off good and then they fall off. And Richard turned that around for me. And the examples that he gave me from people making huge progress in their business to one gentleman losing 30 pounds in just a couple of weeks, just by using his system was mind-blowing. And so Richard and I talk about how we use accountability pods in a couple of my programs. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, please go and do so. It is full of great tips to get your own accountability or progress pods going. Okay, number seven was season one, episode nine. And it was how to make quick cash from your group. So if you've got a community and as long as it's engaged, People are going to be ready to buy, right? They want to support you. They want to see what you're doing. They're engaged because they're like loving what you're putting out there and they clearly want more of it, right? And I, in this episode, I tell a story about how I um, either promote my own things or affiliate programs. So like I will promote an affiliate program for someone that I know, like, and trust. And I know that their content is amazing too, And there was one particular affiliate sale um, partnership that I ran. I'm going to say it was in 2021. And I came late to it. I actually came the last day that it was an opportunity. And they had sent an email and sent out the leaderboard. And I was like, oh, no, I promised I said I would run this, like promote this affiliate. And I have it now. I should have really put it on my calendar as a planner. I don't understand why I didn't do it, but I didn't do it. So I then went that day and I emailed my list and I went in my group and I posted about it. And guess who ended up in the number one spot in that leaderboard? (laughs) It was me. Now I did that in less than 24 hours. Why did I do that? Well, A, the 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 offer was in alignment with 
what my group needed. And I knew that. And the offer was not in com- direct competition with me. So that was fantastic. So those two things, but also it was my relationship with my people that helped secure that affiliate sale. So I got affiliate commissions. They got an opportunity to learn something from someone that I know, liked, and trusted. And that was a great connection and little boost of cash for me. And I didn't have to deliver any of the products or services. It was all done. So that is what is really amazing about affiliate launches is that you don't have to do anything. In fact, if you've got an affiliate program that you're going to be launching, you'll see how easy it is and how awesome it is to launch these things without having to do any of the work. But the main key here in this episode is how an engaged group can help you with your sales for any quick offers that you have ready for them to buy, whether it's your own or someone else's. Okay, the next episode is a funny one to me. And it's funny because it's just a funny story how it all came about. So this episode is season four, episode seven, and it's called Behind the Scenes, How I Tricked Myself to Launch My Course. And this episode, I talk about how I really wanted to launch my signature course, which is engaged in profitable groups as it is now. And if you've ever put together a signature course, it's a lot of work, right? You've got at least five, six, seven, eight modules. You've got all your content. You've got templates, transcripts, checklists, slides. You've got to record them and everything. It's a lot of work. It takes me a couple of months to record or re-record this, my course. Now, and the first time I launched it, I actually made a very interesting, I mean, it really interesting for me and for my audience. I went into my free group and I said, hey, I'm thinking of launching the signature program. Here, is, here are the things that I'm thinking of offering. And I put out an outline and I put that outline out to them. And I said, give me your feedback. What else do you need to know? What else is out there? And actually, I didn't say it was a course. It was going to be a one day workshop. I was going to teach a one day workshop. And so that was fantastic. Got that out, got their feedback, was able to sell it. (laughs) Excuse me. Was able to sell it. I sold, I sold it at full price, but I said that anyone who bought it would also get the course again when I ran it, the actual course in the fall. So I ran that workshop. I actually split it up into two half days. I wrote my slides, ran my workshop, gave them the recordings. We had Q&A. We had a Facebook group. And then when I launched it again in the fall that year, I mean, that's when I put in a bulk of the work. I took those slides that I already had. I took their feedback. I took their questions. I added more new strategies that I had seen and used myself for myself or my clients and put it in the course. And that is how I tricked myself to launch my own course. I actually started small and then built it up. And that's how I did it. So that is an episode to listen to if a course is something that you want to create. Okay, in number five, we have season one, episode seven, which is how to leverage your group to create offers your group is ready to buy. And this I love. Like I remember when I started my business, I would create offers that I thought people needed and boy, was I wrong. 
We are so close to our businesses, to our offers that we often don't know what people need because we're like, if we're offering it, we're like one, two, maybe five steps ahead of them. So it's always best to ask your audience what they want. So in this episode, I tell you how to ask your group what they want and need so that you build what they want and need. Because then if they want and need it, they're ready to buy it, right? So that is an episode to go to. That is season one, episode seven. And that was number five. Number four was the one that was right after that, which was season one, episode eight, four types of launches you can do in your group. So this is great. I started off by talking about the founding members launch and how I launched my membership using a founding members launch. I then talk about a launch that I did with an I'm thinking about post that I only ran in my Facebook group for my members. Only my members were invited to join this offer and how that did. And then I talk about two other launches and how you can run them in your group as well. So if you're going to be launching in your group, that's probably an episode for you. Episode number three was season one, episode two, and is how to get your group noticed on social media. Now, if you've got a Facebook group or you've got an online community, how does your community stand out from others so that you can get people there? There are a lot of communities out there. What is it about yours that people will want to join? They don't want to just join another group. You got to give them a really amazing reason to get get them onto your list and get them into your group. And so that is what that episode is all about. Again, that's season one, episode two. Season one, episode three was number two. And that one is how to get your first thousand members into your community. I talk about really easy, organic ways, not even looking at ads, but just organic ways to get a thousand members into your community. And so you'll want to look into this one, number two, all over in the last year. Really proud of that. So go in there and listen to that one. Season one, episode three, how to get your first 1,000 people into your Facebook group. Season one, episode one, our intro one is number one. And I probably shouldn't be surprised at that because I think that anyone coming into our podcast will automatically scroll to the bottom and listen to the first episode. It is my introduction. I talk about the jobs that I had. I talked about all the memberships and Facebook groups that I've been a part of that I've had my hands on. Last I counted, I had like 500 Facebook groups that I've had my hands on. That's number that I got to recalculate that. It's probably six, 700 at this point. I talk about all the memberships that I've had my hands on. I've been building memberships since 2005. And so it's a great introduction of who I am, how I got started. And I also tell the story of how I started my business back in 2000, early 2005, but really started working on it 2004. Just didn't have my business idea until 2005. So I'm coming up on my anniversary once again. And it's just so exciting. Well, that was the first year of our podcast. Man, I learned a lot this year, you know, creating content every single week or batch creating content for the podcast every single week has been really a a great exercise in consistency and accountability. We did not miss a week. We kept going. My team is fantastic. Shout out to my team who, you know, edits the episodes. 
They put it on all our feeds for all our podcasts. They do the show notes. They send out the emails. I mean, it is pretty phenomenal. And I'm super, super proud of what they've done. And for us, I mean, we've done over 60 episodes in this last year. And so in the new year, I look forward to creating more podcast episodes with you, more guests, more fun, more content on communities, whether it's your free or paid communities, more content on launches, more content on memberships. If you'd like to let us know what you want to hear on the podcast, please email us at help at engagegroups.com or go to our free group and let us know in any of the posts or create your own posts. And you can get that at engagedgroups.com slash group. So engagedgroups, engagedgroups, plural, dot com slash group. That will forward you right to our Facebook group. So you're able to join and, or if you're already in there, just let us know what you'd like to hear about. Or if you think you'd be a great podcast guest, let us know too. We've got our list for the year, but we can always squeeze in another one. All right, everyone. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening.